Welcome to the State of Stuff, Episode 2. I'm your host, Elijah Garrett. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about music and my relationship with musicals. Hence the title, (laughs) Music and My Relationship with Musicals. This is The State of Stuff. Okay. Let's get started. When I was six or seven years old, I was in a little musical called Stone Soup. You've probably all heard the fable. The people from around this little village are all asked to bring something. They all bring inedible stuff, and somehow it turns out good. Moral of the story is that if we all work together, we can get stuff done. Anyway, I was the only kid with a solo in the whole thing, or so I'm told. I don't remember. Regardless, it was a fun experience. I did it with my brother. And it also led me towards the art form that is musicals. The first musical I really remember listening to is Hamilton. I know, cliche, but whatever. It had just been out for a couple of months, and one of my friends introduced me to it. I was instantly hooked. Not on Hamilton, necessarily, but musicals in general. That day, I memorized the song Aaron Burr, and I can still recite the whole thing to you today. But, just kidding. Don't worry, I won't. My family then went to see it a couple of years later at the Fox Theater in my hometown, and it was so much better than listening to it online. Now, obviously, it doesn't sound exactly like the recordings. Different people performing live, all these different conditions, but it was so cool to see the sweat flying off their foreheads while they danced across the stage, leaping and twirling. Hamilton is now also out on Disney+, Plus. if somehow you hadn't seen the massive advertisements for it that are literally everywhere. It's definitely worth a watch. Next in my repertoire of musicals that I watched was Wicked. Okay, I know, I'm starting off with the ones everyone's heard about, but there's a reason that these huge musicals get so huge. Like, honestly, what kind of person looks at the Wicked Witch of the West and sees a huge backstory about how she's not really evil, and then explains it and gives it so much more depth to the already adored world of The Wizard of Oz? Then, and then, is able to put those songs that are catchy and deeply moving at the same time in to that story. Genius. After Wicked came the color purple. The reason I got into this one was because of the fact that my aunt, shout out to you, Bessie, is so awesome and has some in with the Fox Theater. In fact, a lot of these musicals I got into because of her. Anyway, it's about this woman in the South who's treated horribly. She gets into photography and all this other stuff. You should check that one out. Some good songs and a moving story. The next few I'll just list out because they're so big you've probably heard of them. Big, sorry. Les Mis, which I saw at the Fox with my Aunt Betsy, Dear Evan Hansen, which I still haven't seen yet, but I want to, and a more obscure one, Something Rotten. The last one, Something Rotten, is about these two playwrights in kind of 1400s, 1300s, and an opposing writer at the time, Will, or is he better known, Shakespeare. He's kind kind of the bad guy, but we get some backstory into him that shows us he's not really a bad guy anyway. He used to be in their acting troupe and what have you, but whatever. He, uh, the, the main character, who's kind of struggling to surpass or at least even get close to Shakespeare, he goes to a soothsayer who tells him the future of playwriting is in musical. So there's kind of this dynamic where they're like, what is a musical and stuff like that. And so they go back and forth. Um, he then gets a hodgepodge, never thought I'd actually use that word, view of a bunch of musicals the soothsayer does. So the main character writes them all down and tries to make a play out of it. It is, of course, a mess, but a hilarious one at that. A highlight song for me, 
there was It's Hard to Be the Bard. Not a very deep song or even a fun, or even a really deep musical, but a funny one for sure. Another one I'd like to talk about a little more depth in depth is from Come From Away. This one, even if you consider yourself a musical ma- fan, you probably have never heard of it. Oh, also, I said that Something Rotten was 1300s, 1400s. It was definitely late 1500s, since Shakespeare was born mid-1500s. Whatever. Irrelevant. This musical, although it was a hit on Broadway, is the one, even if you consider yourself a musicals, fan of musicals, you may have never heard of. Come From Away is probably one of the most quaint and cute, but also, like, the showing of human kindness in a musical I've ever seen. It's probably the only historical fiction musical I've ever seen. Wait, no. It's not really actually historical fiction. It's more like a historical dramatization type deal. It's super good. I would recommend it. It's the only musical to tackle something that is seldom thought of in a happy way at all. Wait, no. Never mind. It might not have the incredible songwriting of Hamilton, the incredible vocals of Wicked, or the emotional depth that Dear Evan Hansen has, but it has heart. It's about a plane who got set down after 9-11. All planes in coming to the United States were stopped, and a few of them set down in a little town. I'm going to read off um, of Wikipedia here. Come From Away is a Canadian musical that's also a book. Um, it talks about the week following the September 11th, September 11 attacks to tell the true story of what transpired when 37 planes were ordered to land unexpectedly in the small town of Gander. Gander, that's what it's called. It's in Newfoundland, Canada. I totally forgot the name of it, but that, that's what it is. Uh, Gander. The characters in the musical are based on, and in most cases share the real names of Gander residents, as well as the 7,000 travelers they housed and fed. So I don't want to spoil anything, but it's so good, guys. The, the music is cool. The, the relations you get to see, it's super nice. It's... I don't know. I really enjoy it. Again, that was another one Betsy took me to see. So that was a super good one as well. Musicals are mainly comprised of two genres. And those are plays and music, obviously. I want to talk about one of those. Music. This is not scripted. This is me just kind of talking about my experience with music. So music has, for a long time, been a pretty large part of my life. My mom loves to sing. And my dad plays guitar, and he also likes to sing. My grandpa, on my mom's side, plays guitar and has released some music. My other, my dad's mom and dad, my dad's mom plays cello, and my dad's dad and mom are both in their church choir. Um, I've listened to music for a very long time. I also take after my dad. With some encouragement of his, I also enjoy to play guitar. It's fun, and it's nice to have to make music, you know, I also like to sing, I'm not the best at it, but I enjoy doing it, um, some music I've been listening to recently, I've been listening to some rap stuff by, um, a bunch of different artists, um, a friend of mine recommended a playlist, there's a few songs on there that I really like, one is Talk Too Much by Coin, and there's a few others that are really good, um, I also like to listen to Prince and uh, Michael Jackson's music is good, even if he has done some pretty bad stuff, which is debated and all that. But whatever. Um, I'm not trying to get too political or serious here. Um, I like to listen to all really all genres of music. I don't really have like, ooh, I only like to listen to this. I'm not a very picky when it 
person when it comes to music. Food is a different story. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, music is just something that I enjoy to do for my 15th birthday this year, which is August 17th, for those of you wondering for some reason. I don't know why you would be, but my birthday is August 17th. I got a pair of Raycon earbuds. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I wish. Um, they're super nice. Uh, I really like... I go on rollerblade rides at least two or three times a week. I go running some days. I exercise. Try to exercise every day if I can. It helps me get out of the house, like I said last time. Um, I listen to music almost every time I go out of the house on, like, a ride or even in the car with my parents if we're going somewhere. Um, music is something that kind of just keeps my mind off stuff and keeps me grounded. I don't know. I like listening to music, and I like to dance as well. Um, yeah. Um, but... I think that's going to be all for today. Again, another pretty short episode. Maybe I'm just going to try to keep episodes to around 10 minutes. Um, I don't know. Today in history. That's what that sound means. This segment that we're going to do maybe every episode, if you guys like it, is going to be about some what happened today on this date in history. So today is September 14th. I'm going to read off this really cool site that tells you about all these different things that happened on this day in history, and I'm going to try to find the most interesting ones for you all. In 1959, a Soviet probe reached the moon. A Soviet rocket crashed into the moon's surface, becoming the first man-made object sent from the Earth to reach the lunar surface. This event gave the Soviets a short-lived advantage in the space race and prompted even greater effort by the United States to develop its own space tech. Um, In 1982, Hollywood star and real-life princess Grace Kelly dies. I don't know who that is, but apparently she was pretty famous, and a princess. Actually a princess. Um, John Steinbeck was awarded the Medal of Freedom in 64. You might know him from Grapes of Grapes of Wrath. He also won a Nobel Prize. That's pretty cool. In 1901, President McKinley died of infection from gunshot wounds. Not so cool, but pretty interesting. Um, Napoleon entered Moscow in Moscow, Moscow, I don't know how you pronounce that, in 1812 in on the 14th of September. And that is all that looks super cool to me about today in history. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and hopefully you'll tune in next Monday at nine to hear the next episode. That's all for now. Peace, love, and wear those masks.